fuck is up, duelists, and welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I'm Max, a.k.a. a Luigi board. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Fairly Obelisk Parents. God. Uh. Uh. Um, you right, hun? I haven't thought of a nickname. Bring it home, should bring we, it home. We, uh, Search what if your we mind. tribute our two souls in order to summon your nickname from the great beyond? <laughs> I'm Argyle, aka... How do you use a weggy board? <laughs> we got a guest in the studio today. You know we got a guest in the studio today. I'm Roy, aka Three Monsters, Three Attacks, and maybe more. <laughs> Impossible Ooh, to more. say. <laughs> Seven if you have three monsters at an intersection, which one attacks first? <laughs> All three at once, but watch out. Watch out. <laughs> uh, podcasting. We're doing podcasting. it again. It's been 500 years. We it's haven't podcasted been. since last year. <sighs> yet. I'm not. I'm not engaging with that kind of content. I, really I think actually it's been three weeks. That sounds right. Since you looked Which in me. podcasting time, you know, when you're used to doing five podcasts each and recording twice a day, every day in the content minds, that's a long time. That's like 500 years. Yeah, like half of me was like, wow, I really like truly forgot how to even watch Yu-Gi-Oh! and take notes on it. But half of me felt like this I- immense, unliftable weight leave my shoulders when I was like, wow, there's like an entire show I don't need to do homework for for like almost a month. This is this rules. <laughs> <laughs> is this what normal Yay. people live like? Yeah, ever since oh, you you just you just watch anime and you don't need to take notes on it. What's going on? Okay. <laughs> I became normal for three weeks and I hated it. <laughs> I, I disgusting, have, disgusting. <laughs> I have completely forgotten how to take notes on something for a podcast ever since I started doing Nightmare and Era and uh, Pod Races has switched over to us just doing live readings. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how to take notes anymore. You're free. Oh, taking notes free. is for fucking losers. It is. I don't. I've ascended. If, if I. If it diverts my attention from the thing and I would have to pause to take the note, I just don't do it anymore. Like, I, I, I don't have time for pausing or any of that bullshit. I would simply stop Unless it's, attention. like, a really good quote. <coughs> time you just memorize the whole episode in your brain mind? Exactly. You, you just no, slam I just one assume of those... that everyone else knows what they're doing and I go along with it. <laughs> yeah, you just slam a Queen's Gambit chest timer when you start the episode, and if it exceeds that, you have to turn it off and you just don't get to see the rest of it. There are four people in the booth right now, so statistically, we'll put together four quarters of an episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's podcast. Uh, unfortunately, we're watching two episodes this week, so uh, we're going to be half. We just short. do it twice. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, the thing <clears throat> is, we only pick the good quarters. Like you know, the the bad quarters, we just kind of leave. The bad quarters are all the dueling, so it's fine. <laughs> no, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 just take all of our words, chop and screw them in post. So it's like you know, if we say enough stuff, we'll be able to make episodes forever off of this one recording. Yeah, yeah, four podcasters, two hours of recording. The whole point of this has been to uh, assemble an algorithmic voice generator for all of the hosts. So eventually, we won't have to do this. We'll just have mm-hmm. somebody that writes a transcript for the episode, plugs it in, and then our voices come out, and you we won't have to do any work. Yeah, procedurally generated pod reasons. Uh, we pod we did greed. try this on art. It didn't work. <laughs> what do you say, Roy? I said procedurally generated pot of greed. Yeah. Podcedurally yeah. generated. Pod- Thank you, Isabel. I was literally going to say that. <sighs> well, podcasting AIs who are sitting in the booth with me, would you like to talk about some Yu Gi Oh! GX? Aye, aye. Yeah. I would love it. 
All right, folks, let's get into episode 14, which in the sub is called In the Cadence of Kyle XY versus Jinzo. Versus Jinzo? A spirit summoned. Uh, By the way. Oh, do you have the entire bang as well? No, there's no entire bang. No. There should be. Uh, Roy, by the way, did you watch the sub or the dub for this one? Uh, I watched the sub. Right on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So you, so you got a little bit you got a little bit more catboy sensei in this one. Which is nice. I got a little I got a lot of catboy sensei in this one. Mwah. Delightful. Yeah. Dub watchers ride alone. Delicious. Yeah, you the last yeah, line of defense. Yeah, we're all here to shove you in a locker together. <laughs> Never. Good luck. <laughs> it's okay, you can come out. Um <laughs> Short punishment. <laughs> so we opened up the episode. It is snowing, which it did snow for me today. It, well, it technically it healed for me today, but it's seasonally appropriate. Happy January, Happy everybody. January. It's Animal Crossing winter. Yay. Oh, fuck, I haven't opened Animal Crossing. It's toy day. It's toy you day. gotta make those snow boys. I gotta get him. He's gotta yell at me for not making his head big enough or for making it <laughs> I too actually- big. <laughs> One time I accidentally made him in reverse. I was like trying to finagle I'm the balls around. Oh, that's happened to me so many times. Too big. Yeah. And he's and he's just like, why'd you make me like this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Please just kick me down. <laughs> Who gave you the right? Let me melt. A, you are a cool god, Mr. Maximilian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suffering. <laughs> I never asked for this. Life is pain. <laughs> Please. <laughs> anyway, speaking of life is pain, the children in the show of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX do not appear to have homes to go to over Christmas, so they're all still Okay, wait, wait, wait. we get school. a cold open before that happens. We do? I'm sorry, do I'm, we? Yeah, I'm sorry. To, yeah, well, you I mean, do. Like a up. cold, like it's snowing opening? Ah, waka waka, yeah, um, but no, like an obelisk blue is running like through the forest or whatever, and he's like, oh, I didn't expect it to actually come to life, but it that- did, and it took all my friends, oh no, that- and then we-, the we That then happens we- later for us. Yeah, that's we get like the, the OP. next thing that happens. That's weird. Then we oh, get the OP, and then we cut them. to the kids at winter break. I think they just wanted okay. to put it in a cold open somewhere. They wanted to, they wanted to scare you off the or bat. Presumably the sub didn't actually have one, so they had to cut it out from later in the episode. This is a spooky-ass, creepypasta-ass episode, so I'm glad I'm on for this one. Like, on paper, this is just like Yu-Gi-Oh! card turns real and kills the students who try to summon him and he has to be (laughs) dueled. This is, this, like, I can guarantee you triple-digit number of creepypastas (laughs) have been written about this exact scenario. Literally, oops, oops, we accidentally summoned Jinzo Psychoshocker and now he's trying to kill us and he killed us in real life. Oops, right. I accidentally drew tasteful art of Jinzo and Jeff the Killer in a loving embrace. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Right. Something for me Do to you... Google image search right immediately. Did you pick <laughs> did you pick this episode because it has Jinzo in it? Because the last I one did. I have to come okay. back for the return of the hymn. Okay, good. I was just wondering. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> everyone calls her Roy the Jinzo appreciator. Unfortunately, Jinzo does not have a Virginia accent like he did last time, but you a know. Virginzo accent. <laughs> a I was Virginzo gonna say accent. Virginzo accent. <laughs> The Virgin Jinzo. <laughs> Versus the Chad Psycho. That's not yeah. true. Jinzo, I, Jinzo You know fucks. Jinzo gets it. Jinzo fucks. You I, know Jinzo gets it. Jinzo definitely fucks. I didn't, so I googled Jinzo Jeff the Killer. Um, uh-huh. I'm not getting any kind of like cool uh, crossovers, but I, I did get some Yu-Gi-Oh cards of various creepypasta characters. Oh, delightful. Which nice. I'm enjoying uh-huh. to look at. Um... I'll just, I'll save these. I'm just going to save these. I'm going to right click and, you know, 
Yeah, yeah. T- 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 tuck them away. Put, 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 shuffle them into your deck. I will shuffle them into at my later damn time. deck. Yeah, you can take our souls dick. with them later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we're at the dorm, and already I'm like scarier than a student running in the woods away from an evil brain man trying to kill him. Is like <laughs> these students are grilling marshmallows. They're not oh, roasting God. marshmallows on an open are... fire. They're I grilling hear... the damn I things. I am so fucking surprised. I thought they would be like dumplings or something in the sub. I d- I I didn't think they would actually be marshmallows. Are they no. marshmallows? They're marshmallows. Sure they're marshmallows. They're what else would they be? They're round marshmallows. Like yeah. I don't know, grilled halloumi, grilled tofu, grilled cheese. Look me in the eyes grilled... and tell me that a Japanese anime from the mid two thousands would have the high school students grilling halloumi cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I knew, I knew about grilled cheese when I was an eleven year old. Well, well, that's because you're European. You know, you have that nice fancy flair that we all can't get over here in the no, states. No, actually, it was because I lived in Brazil and they grilled cheese all the time there. But uh, you know, they call it the Europe of South America down there. <laughs> yeah, um, I, you know, I assumed it was cheese. I think I love grilled cheese, not what, like the sandwich they, they type of grilled cheese. They call the marshmallows cheese. by name in the, yeah in the dub. Now actually, I did have a grilled cheese for lunch, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I think I want to make it very clear that I'm hmm. not talking about the sandwich. I'm talking about just the cheese. You're talking okay, about putting a nice a nice slab of cheese on a hot metal. Yes. I what I think what clued Until me into it melts this through the grill and you can't get it out. Yeah, no, and that's the, where you the, get the good cheese, the special cheese. I don't know what it's called. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, but what, what 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 clued me into it being marshmallows is that like we see a scene of like pharaohs looking at the marshmallows like as uh, Judai and Show are dueling and it like pops because like you know when you microwave a marshmallow it you know kind of does a fun explode yeah and it's like oh it's a marshmallow pharaoh got covered in like molten sugar poor 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 kitty poor pharaoh in this episode really suffers yeah I'm suffering looking at this nightmare butcher Jeff the killer card. <laughs> I think it's kind of hot. And yeah, I'm. I gotta. I gotta say, I'm with you, Sarah. I mean, look at him. Looks good. He's yeah. saying go to sleep, and yes, I would love to go to sleep, Mister Jeff, Mister Nightmare Butcher you. Jeff the Killer. I would love nothing more than to just be asleep right now. See, Damn. I feel like Roy. This is your sort of like Pegasus heel turn double deck situation, where like <laughs> your fir- the first half of your deck is like. Banui themed, uh-huh. and then ha- and then halfway through, when you have to get twisted to defeat your opponent, it all becomes creepypasta themed. Yeah, there's like there's definitely got to be a pivot in there somewhere, and it's probably mm-hmm. Dark Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, it's Dark Rabbit, Whoa. and you have to play like scary spaghetti, and then at that point, it's all kind of gets crazy. Yeah, <laughs> then you then you the opponent says uh, and then uh, that's where we go, and I Not win any? by confounding them. <laughs> yeah. Your opponent Tim Allen goes, huh? <laughs> so speaking of things getting dark and twisted and creepy and crappy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, the guy who's running through the woods runs right into the dorm. Um, <laughs> a glass door, by the way, yeah. busting through. <laughs> Busts in. He's like, "Hey, what the fuck is up, duelists? Uh, welcome to." No, he says, "What the fuck is up, duelists? I'm being chased by Jinzo." He starts telling them about duel spirits and stuff. His name, I believe, in the sub is Takadera. Yes. Yeah. Um, he tells them His all name about Tori in the dub. Tori. Well, I hope he gets possessed and gets killed. Yeah, yeah. He's a conservative. Disgusting. <laughs> he brought. He really um, was asking for it himself. Just yeah, let, like let he, him be. Jedi, you shouldn't have saved this guy. So he should have died. Um, <laughs> then maybe we wouldn't be in this situation we're in today. Um, okay. What? <clears throat> 
he starts talking about how he's in a club which is called the Takadera Occult Brothers. Um, they were playing around with the Ouija board and sort of accidentally, on purpose, I don't know, kind of summoned Jinzo. Wild okay. wakeboard. Can I can I uh, say mm-hmm. how this goes in the dub? Oh please, um, I need to yeah. know. Oh, okay, yes. so I mean the broad details are the same, right? He br- he busts in. His name is Tori. Also, Doctor Banner says that he recognizes Tori from his paradueling class. Excuse me. Oh my god! Of course, that, you know that's in one ear at the other. That's completely normal to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean he already teaches alchemy, so I mean paradueling's nothing. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so he, he talks about how they were they they were using a mystic box to try and summon Jinzo, not a Wiggy board, not a Weggy board, or a Weggy like it's, board. It's a mystic. It's a mystic box. Um, uh. and he he says, well, maybe it didn't work at first because we used our bed sheets as cloaks, and we took Doctor Crowler's bath candles. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> They really, they really but, uh, had to flex yeah. those four kids' muscles to get rid of this scene, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get rid of it because he he does say, "Oh yeah," and then, well, it seems like this time it did work. Jinzo showed up and he he took their souls, and I'm next. Uh, and yeah. I I tried to leave on the ferry, but he was waiting for me at the ferry, and I I couldn't go. <laughs> A, a, a trench coat and like face wraps and and like a, a hat and look like looking like deep throat over here I know, like, staring the kid down from atop the boat didn't lector also sport this look whenever he was jinzo yeah oh my god yeah no this is just this is just the jinzo outfit of choice huh yeah it's, it's one style. jinzo in a trench coat this is his glamour <laughs> oops i am feeling glamorous all of this well yeah it's because it's yeah he wants to be doing his kink shit but out in public so he wears Course. Yeah, because he respects his fellow humans and doesn't yeah. want to subject Ugh. them to his kink. He does it tastefully. One thing that gets me about this scene when they're when they're with the Ojage board is that he says, like, when they all put their hands on the little thingy and it spells it out, the entire thing it says is, provide me three tributes and I shall be reborn. How long you think these fools are sitting there, like, slowly doing it like, is he, <laughs> is he fucking, is he done yet? It took them, Just like, three the point, hours. P-R-O- yeah, okay, yeah, we, we get it, we get it. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't do more than four letters. Um, the thing that gets me is that, like, Judo Judai is listening to this story and is like, well, well, what did you say? And he goes, we just said okay. We just said sure. <laughs> yeah. sure oh, yeah, we totally oh, did it, yeah, dude. We, we thought he was agree. asking his card. We, we thought he was asking for cards as tribute. Yeah. <laughs> but he wanted our souls, actually. Whoops. Oops, a daisy. Um, you hate to see it. Kay. Yeah, and then, like... He talks about how his friends disappeared, how he saw James on the boat, and he's like, I'm so scared, man. I'm just so scared, man. At this point, the lights in the dorm dramatically go out, and boom, who's at the door? It's fucking Jinzo. There he is. Can we- <laughs> Daddy's home. <laughs> <laughs> Can we rewind a second? Hmm. Because- <laughs> Oh, I think I know what you're going to get at, Roy. Um, mm-hmm. so, so- so four kids said we will not be having any of this Alistair Crowley bullshit in our show. Mm-hmm. And they took out the Ouija board and said this is a magic box now. And Well, it's still there. Like it's still very obviously visually a Ouija board. I think maybe they were just like, We don't want to mess with the copyright because okay. it, you know, this is owned by Hasbro. <laughs> yeah, so we Hasbro's gonna get our asses. Box. See, that's the thing though. I feel like that would be a prime opportunity for them to say to call up Hasbro and say, hey, how Collabo? about we? How about we collab? Let's put out the Yu-Gi-Oh GX 
Ouija board and will make a fucking million dollars because 12-year-olds will say, oh, I'm going to do the scary thing that they did in the show and I'm going to summon Jinzo and it's going to be fun and it's going to cost my parents $24.99. He's got a doormat on the back! Right? Ouija-o! 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 Ouija-o. Ouija-o. Wow, okay. I do want to actually take this opportunity to remind you of the fact that uh, we did do Ouija board in boarding school, and I've told this story before in podcasts, but that very yes. much it is extremely realistic to boarding school that kids do this. So, oh, yeah. confirmed. Ouija-o, we're going to make it. Ouija-o TM, we're going to make a million dollars. Let's go, baby. Wait, yeah, can this? Wait, we can, like, I feel like we could probably make Ouija-o into, like, a Patreon thing. I think you absolutely could. I think you should, actually. Like, I th- actually, actually, I think you must. <laughs> we can, should, will, and must make Ouija. <laughs> As in, we make the game Ouija and we ship it out to our patrons. Exactly. Like, maybe, yeah. like, make, make a, like, a, maybe a Yu-Gi-Oh! playmat, but it has a Ouija board on it that we kind of designed to look like it's Yu-Gi-Oh! playmat. Yeah. Uh-huh, All the letters uh-huh. are in Yu-Gi-Oh card font, Yu-Gi-Oh logo font. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm making yeah. the biggest TM right now. Yeah. It's got to have Exodia on it, right? Oh, yeah. See, it doesn't matter if it's Konami's trademark nor Hasbro's trademark, because it's fair use. I've made a transformative product, and now I yeah. get all the credit and you money. Fucking this is go. fine. It's like, it's- you know, if if you have uh, divorced parents, and you're just like, hey, dad, I'm going to mom's house, and then you're like, hey, mom, I'm going to dad's house, you just say, oh, hey, Konami, this is Hasbro's, and then we say, oh, hey, Hasbro, this is Konami's, and then, like, n- because there's two parents involved like none of them can get mad about it so we can just make yeah. Ouija. yeah it's, it's a legal gray area yeah play both sides against the middle it's the genius's yeah. way damn right i did think uh when you said we're gonna do Ouija for our patreon i thought we were gonna do some patreon episodes where we try and summon ghosts which like i'm down for i think you should do that too if we haven't already summoned a dark spirit just from this like doing this podcast alone i don't think it'll ever happen <laughs> calling yeah. jinzo at 3 a.m gone wrong video <laughs> Hey Jinzo. Hey Jinzo, you up? <laughs> so if you can, if you look here, I've got his number on my phone, and I've, I'm going to call him up on Facetime. <laughs> and he's going to show up. Jinzo's got his Twitter DMs open. You can you can just message yeah. him anytime. You can just do it. Calling Jinzo during my podcast finale gone sexual. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Did this Jinzo very real. Me off? This, yeah, Argo. Oh, I said Uber Jinzo sucked me off? Jinzo <laughs> <laughs> sucked me off. Oh, by the way, Ouijio, instead of yes and no, it says attack mode and defense mode. Thanks. There yes. we go. Okay, th- that's enough to get you Done. on the trademark too, Roy. Don't worry. Yeah. You're in. You're in. I'm in. Yeah, you'll, you'll get um, some money out of this. Yeah you'll, yeah, you'll get the royalties too. Um, the, the royalties? royalties. The... Oh, yeah. All right. Please tell us more of the episode. Yeah, we have to so move on. <laughs> this very, this very real, actual, physical, real life ghost that's a real thing in the universe just straight up kidnaps the kid and runs off into the forest. <laughs> yeah. And they all start chasing him down. <sighs> mm-hmm. Which Poor I did Pharaoh miss. is freaking out. I know. Oh, yeah. Kitty. Pharaoh is distraught. I hate it. Like, I, I honestly took, honest to God, like, missed Jinzo kidnapping the kid because the next thing is, dude, I just sprints into the woods and it's like, where's Jinzo? Where's Jinzo? Where's Jinzo? I gotta find Jinzo. And I was like, what's going on? And then I realized that the kid had been kidnapped because uh, they end up finding him lying. The electricity crackles and when it fades away, Takadara is lying dead on the yeah. kid. <laughs> <laughs> dead in the electric substation hidden in the forest on Duel Island. Yep. Electric substation. That's the word I was trying to remember. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's the uh, electric danger yard. Yeah. <laughs> Jinzo shows Dangerous. up. And he, he sounds like he's talking through a box fan. Yeah, he's at like 40% opacity. Yeah, and he has Billy Eyelash bad guy filter on right now. <laughs> he's in his full uh, bondage gear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's, he's here to be horny. You know, he's mm-hmm. not in public anymore. Um, time to bust that shit out. Absolutely. Um, and yet, everyone's like, ah, dual spirit, wah! And like, Catboy Sensei <coughs> is freaking out. I thought it was very funny that all the slackers are like, but sir, don't you teach an entire class about dual spirits? And Catboy Sensei's like, oh, but I've never seen one. <laughs> that, love that. Um, very good to me. Um, and yeah, basically, Jinzo's here to take uh, Takadera's soul. Judai steps in and he's like, nah, bitch, not today. Do not take this boy's soul. You can take my soul instead. Yeah, um, do me for it. Yeah, yeah, basically. You gotta duel me. Yeah, you gotta you gotta duel this soul to get into that boy's soul. Yeah, oh, I'm always saying this. We're always saying this. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. us? Um, and they they start to duel. I really like how you know. So like Jinzo, like we said, he has this sort of like weird like little like flickery op- opacity filter on to make him look mm-hmm. like a fun like electronic ghost. And like all of his cards are the same thing. He doesn't like have a, a dual disc or anything. He just like floats the cards in front of him like Kaiba's dual disc back on yeah. uh, Fortnite Island. Yeah, it's cool. But just like the the throughout this whole duel, like because Jinzo, like it's interesting because Jinzo says like very well. I w- I'm going to tribute you to summon myself, which is a cool like sort of meta concept oh. uh, which I can't like it's just cool to me that you contribute human spirits to summon chill spirits uh, which I hope like goes they somewhere they don't mention anything like that in the dub unfortunately it's a fun <laughs> concept Damn. and like combined that with the fact that like he doesn't have a deal disc he doesn't have a deck he just kind of waves his hand and like electrically summons cards from the air like where is his deck where is he getting the cards from does he have like is it just like a Jinzo deck in like the deal monsters zone do the deal monsters learn the rules of deal monsters do they know them by instinct because they're deal monsters do they sit in the deal monsters zone kind of dealing each other and learning how to play I'm just having a lot of thoughts here you know the pataphysics of dual monsters right what What? troubles me the most I think is that has he enslaved in, other dual monsters in order well, to... He, he, here's the problem. Jinzo is a level 6 monster in Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. In, in the card game of Yu-Gi-Oh, we see this happen in the episode. You only need one tribute to summon a Jinzo. Yeah. But in real life, he needs three humans to summon a Jinzo. So oh. does that mean the, 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 the spiritual weight of a dual monster's soul is equal to that of three human souls? Are we doing math here? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Oh. Yeah. Soul math. Yeah. Checks out. So, so I'm, I'm, I guess, a third of a man-eater bug, and if I find two others, I can make my dream a reality. There you go. Yeah. Let's you do it, to, baby. You find two people who are willing to become a man-eater <laughs> bug with you. Yeah. I mean, it's all you gotta do. It's all I gotta do. Yeah. Um, this duel's fine, I guess. It, I yeah. will say, as somebody who, who uh, the last time I watched any Yu-Gi-Oh! was the last time I was on this podcast, um, <laughs> it was, actually, I was surprised at how easy it was to follow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very, yeah. it was, I, there was not a moment in the, in the duel where I was like, what the fuck is going on? I, like, I, I just was like, fuck yeah, I was in it. And, mm-hmm. uh, I guess we'll get there when we get there, but there were a couple of points where I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And it was good. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, I think at this point in doing a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, every time I start dealing, like, I just, I literally, I switch my brain off. I'm like, all right, time to kind of ignore the show for a bit. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. 
Like, and it's just it's a defense mechanism at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like I do, up. I do note down little like bits of the duel that interest me. Yeah, such mm-hmm. as how Algenza's monsters make very fun noises. <laughs> they do yeah. make fun noises. <laughs> how how he summons a little evil Zatch Bell. <laughs> yeah, is that yeah, the that is kind of what guy? Malice Doll is. It's the little guy with like the blonde hair and the axe. He looks like uh-huh. a little a little fancy boy. Goes, I do want to point out that, of course, every every blade that his monsters have is a uh, is a is a glowing beam saber. In the dub. <laughs> Yo, it's it's Gundam. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's got those Zaku two beam axes. Hell great, yeah, dude! Great stuff. Um. Also, um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just about the duels. Like, yeah. At this point in the series, they basically ironed out all the rules, and mm-hmm. also they seem to have gotten decent at just blitzing through them. They while pace still them keeping well, them coherent. They? Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. like they are much faster than they yeah. ever were in yeah. Duel Monsters. It, it, it feels like, space. yeah, it, it feels like they they're at the point where I mean, a it's a new season or a new series, so like mm-hmm. they're able to do like newer, simpler concepts to get new players into the game. And also, I feel like they're getting really good at writing duels where it's like one main mechanic is the sort of focus of the duel, and they like sort mm-hmm. of play on that. So it feels a lot more cohesive than like you know. Pegs is having two different deck gimmicks or like just just whatever the hell happened in season yeah. four. Like it's it just they're like a lot better at making it being like, hey, you can do this. You can become Jinzo and someone's Ash Bell. It's in your deck. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Buy product. Season, baby. New year, new me. Yeah. Widgeo, soon to be on sale. Let's go, children. <laughs> Let's go. Also, uh Jinzo summons a card that he never ends up playing called Thousand Eyes Idol, and it's just like I a was so guy. sad. With a bunch of eyes so, on it. Thousand Eyes Idol is half of Thousand Eyes Restrict, which is what Pegasus had before yeah. he turned in Relinquish in his duel. And it's just a little avocado yeah. dude covered in eyes. <laughs> I love him. That's yeah. a little avocado. Um, I do like, um, again, like my notes are also sporadic for this duel, but like Judai does the attack moves with his monster. Like he does the same pose when like yeah. Avion kills someone. It's like, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Like, has he always fun. done that? Or have I just noticed it now? I'm, I would bet money this is the first time it's ever happened. Okay. I don't okay. know. You think I pay attention during um, duels? But yeah, like it, it, it. I think they do a good job in this duel of showing how Judai is like in sync with his deck or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. And like, it feels kind of thematic considering all the supernatural shit that's going on, um, mm-hmm. and also the fact that uh, before the start of the duel, I think Jinzo says, or yeah, he says, mm, "The power and wavelength that you emit, boy, are out of the ordinary." I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm sure, yeah. this doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um, normal boy, normal boy, normal yeah. boy definitely can't see ghosts. It's fine. Normal he's boy fine. with no supernatural powers whatsoever. Just mm-hmm. a regular boy. What like? A I mean, he's an, he's an anime protagonist, so why would he? Why would? He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it's the next thing. The, the sort of the point I have in the duel is that at some point, uh, well, first of all, Judai starts uh disappearing as well because his yes. soul is yeah. being tributed. Yeah. So he like goes down to forty percent opacity as well. Oh wow, it's only been fifteen episodes. I'm already used to this sensation. Weird. <laughs> yeah, this, the fact that this has happened twice already. Oh my god. Well, no, I mean no, because the last time it happened, it was like fake hypnotism. Yeah, but he still felt it. That's fair. He still turned part invisible. Uh-huh, okay, okay, fair, fair, fair. Somebody, somebody um, hit the lasso tool and separated part of him from the rest of him, and then turned the opacity down on the uh, pasted layer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they yeah. like sneeze while yeah, they did it, much. so they couldn't get his head in there. Yeah, so it's not all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
at some point, Daido Kuji, Catboy Sensei, he's like, well, you gotta be careful, Judai, because like, since the dual spirit's involved and the soul is wagered, it's effectively a Yami no game. It's like, hey, yeah. I remember that from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that ever. Yami no game. Sarah, can you hit us with one? Huh? Yami no game. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank Very you. good. Yeah, the next note about the deal I have is that at some point, Jinzo, like, manages to summon himself. Yeah, that was so rad. I love that. That whipped ass. Yeah. I said, oh, shit. Yeah, my boy's here. Yeah, that was one of two points where I said, oh, shit, fuck, yeah. There was that, and there was also when uh, Judai summons Pot of Greed. Oh, you know. It's the podcast card. The pot. (laughs) What are we drinking, folks? Before we start drinking, I do want to say that just before he summons Pot of Greed, he does summon the Metal Gear Revengeance Doggo. Yeah, he <laughs> summons Friend Yeah, dog. he summons Blade Hound. Dude, Rottweiler is such a good name for a card. I know, right? That it, rules. It's like g- a genius name. Spelt W-R-O-G-H-E-Weiler. W-R-O-T. It slaps yeah. to death. It rules. Unfortunately, I forgot there was a Pot of Greed, and I don't have any beverages or drink. I have water. Sarah. I drank them all. I've drunk all my tea. There's nothing I can like ingest into my body as like a symbolic appreciation of the, co- you know. Sorry, guys. Just swallow back your your well, saliva. Yeah, kind of like making you know spit spit in your mouth a little bit and then yeah. swallow it back down. You're good. Yeah, just spit straight up in the air and catch it back in your mouth. <laughs> as long as it leaves your body, it counts. <laughs> you know, I'm drinking that water with the funny little blue juice mio in it. I've got myself mm, a nice yummy. Canada dry ginger ale, so. Mmm. Mm. I gotta find. I have had, had such a bastard of a time trying to find Canada drier, is what, what I call it. Canada the extra dry- strong stuff. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. You know what's good? Mm. Is Canada dry has this green tea ginger ale. What? That shit fucking that owns. Sounds- it's so good. That sounds very refrescante. It's really good. It is really goddamn good. If you can find mm. it, it's a rare treat. A huge treat, even. You would say. Mm. One could more, say. More people are saying. <laughs> Not enough people are saying. Not enough. Not nearly enough. Uh, um, yeah, uh, do you know when's the deal? Oh, uh-huh. I wanted to say that whenever, at one point, Whenever he notices his body is being taken away because of the life points thing, Jinzo says, Yes, I've taken away half your life points, and it feels good. Ew. Damn, bro, climb down. Live your truth. <laughs> Hell yeah, queen. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace your desires. Yeah, um. Yeah, but, but just before uh, Judai wins, like, he draws Winged Karibu, and, like, Winged Karibu just kind of, like, he doesn't do anything as Jill, he just kind of appears to say hi, which I appreciate. Yeah, he just says what's yeah. up. Yeah, I just wanted to Jinzo- get a look. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Oh, it's my friend. Um, and that's when Jinzo notices, like, oh shit, you can talk to ghosts too. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's the good ghost card. <laughs> the only thing worse than a bad ghost is a good ghost. <laughs> In um, order to take down a bad ghost, you need a good ghost. <laughs> a, a, a good ghost with wings. Yeah, a good ghost with wings. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you want to take it? How he wins the duel, Sarah? Uh, no, well, uh, first of all, I was going to say that he destroys Jinzo the monster, but, like, yes. hasn't actually yet won the duel, which I didn't really notice. I was just like, oh, Jinzo has won. It's time for me to pay attention again. And then I started paying attention again. <laughs> and, like, Takadera, who's been passed out on the groin, like, gets up, like, glowing red, possessed, and he's the Jinzo now. 
Um, mm-hmm. And he, he starts continu- continuing the duel, which is fucking rad to me. It rules. Um, is it- I just love that th- this is episode 14 of the show. And, like, all we know about the world so far, like, beyond, like, the base lore of Yu-Gi-Oh! Doom Monsters is that ghosts are real and they are malevolent and they will get your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, just, like, it's cool. Like, literally, this is... There's so much here that can be, like, built on to do cool mm-hmm. things. And I'm very excited to watch the rest of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. It owns. What if this um, is the last ghost we ever see? I'm gonna be so sad. I'd be so sad. I mean, at least it was very cool. I mean, we yeah. see Winged Karibo like every other episode. Yeah, so. but he's not Jinzo. He's not veiny. He's not horny. He's not vascular. He's <laughs> not <It's a> vascular. <laughs> okay, how does the deal actually end? Um. Yeah. He's he. Not- yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. What was that, right? Oh, I was gonna say he's not Pinhead. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what if he was though? That would be pretty. Cool. Oh, what if he was a Pinhead? What if he was Pinhead Hellraiser? Hmm. Hmm. I do like to think about it. Hmm. Hell Rebo. Hell Rebo. Mm. That might be that might be one too many like uh pervert customizable <laughs> options on one card. <laughs> like you need to get rid of one of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, it's a, the, the complexity gets too high. You have to tone it down a yeah, bit. Yeah, they cancel each other out and it's just it has no appeal anymore. Yeah, it he becomes w- normal. Now he's normal. Yeah. <laughs> normal Jinzo. <laughs> if you twist something and you twist it again, it actually untwists. It becomes Jinzo with a normal head of hair. <laughs> it's, it's just Jinzo, Jinzo in a when he, he takes all, all <laughs> he takes off all of his kink gear and he just goes home to his family, his wife yeah. and kids, and he's just he's just normal now. <laughs> Jinzo in a pair of blue jeans. Jinzo. <laughs> Jinzo. Oh, yeah, there we go. There oh, it is. There we go. Um, but yeah, he he whatever. You know, Takadair is trying to play Call the Haunted to revive Jinzo, and Judai plays Solemn Judgment. These are both, like, really important cards to the actual meta. Who cares? He's able to, like, directly attack Takadara, and then, like, just blink, everyone wakes up the next day, that everyone's fine. The three well, spirit bros are there again. I did think it was Yay. very rad how the card he plays at the end just kind of does a bit of an Akira one and engulfs everything in a big ball of light and kind of annihilates the whole screen, and then they... It's fun. It's a fun effect. wake up the next yeah. day. They wake You're up and they fun. say, wow, was it all it's a dream? Fine. No, because I can actually see monster. Because yeah, afterwards, show is like, whoa, that was scary. You think that was real? And like, Judai is like, you know, thinking about like, wow, that was definitely real and happened. But then he's like, oh, that was a crazy dream. It's like, what do you mean? Everyone knows ghosts are real. Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe the special off. effects again. <laughs> I don't know. Because like, that was really, that was what was really interesting to me about uh, Judai. Because I don't like at this point. He's still being portrayed as like a little bit of a dumb kid, um, and just like doesn't really know what what's going on. A little bit of like a himbo protagonist, uh, but but like I don't even know if it's that he's dumb. He's just like skeptical. Yeah, I think it's just the fact that this is a point where he's thinking to himself, "Oh yes, dual spirits are absolutely real for sure. They can hurt you. They can kill you." But out loud, he's saying to his friends to be like, "Well, I don't really know. I just know that I had fun and." It's it sort of you get to see a little bit more internal Judai and be like, oh, this this child is thinking mm. about things actually. Mm. Mm. You know, it's a little wild that they have a a, a class about the spirit, like the monsters being actual spirits on the school that is run by Seto Kaiba, the biggest atheist ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because he he read Harry Potter, so he wanted to make like a duelist defense against the dark arts class. Yeah. Oh, okay. Defense defense against the dark cards. These spirits okay. aren't real, but <laughs> if they were, this is how you would kill them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. He and maybe maybe kind of thinks he's set up like an elaborate LARP on the island. 
Oh. Right, because he, he set like, up, doesn't believe in it. He set up a LARP so elaborate that it summoned actual ghosts. <laughs> hmm. And, like, the last thing here is, like, as it zooms out, the wind blows, and you just, like, hear Jinzo do an evil, ethereal laugh. It's like, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I would that. bet money we're never going to see this fool ever again. <laughs> never. never. Yeah, no, the fact that, like, whenever he is kind of obliterating, Jinzo Jinzo is being like, oh, I'll be back to destroy you kids. And I'm sure it's nothing. I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. No, Jin- Jinzo's in hell. He's in Christian hell. He's with the <laughs> devil now. <laughs> That's what you get for wearing bondage gear in public in Jinzo, front of Jinzo found dead in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Want to get our game on? Let's game get our on. game on. Been yeah. playing any video games, I don't have anything to talk yeah, about. Yeah, this is this is the segment. Uh, Roy, uh-huh. this is where we talk about the games we've played, or if you haven't been playing any games, you can just talk about whatever the hell you want. What have you been up to? Um, I actually I found a website that uh replicates the Voltorb Flip mini game from Pokemon Heart oh, and Soul Silver, and I've been no, you gotta link me that. Oh yeah, excuse me. Um, hold on. Uh, so I've been playing that. I've been playing a lot of Voltorb Flip. Um, I was sucking ass at it the other day. Silver. I don't know what the fuck Voltorb. But it's, is. I mean, it's a it's a game of the brain. So, mm-hmm. um, a real gamer's game. It really it's a game for all gamers. Um, wow. you flip over Let's the just... Voltorb cards. Check this link out. Yeah, it's a hell of a here? game. It makes me very mad. Zero coins. Yeah. I definitely feel very normal every time I play it. I have it open, <laughs> and um accidentally i'm playing it now so um so like what do you do do you just you just click on things um no there's a strategy to it yeah there's a strategy it's like minesweeper yeah it's it's kind of like minesweeper it's like minesweeper and sudoku so um so you got the little you got your little voltorbs right on either side and the Uh number the number next to the voltorb is how many voltorbs there are in that either row or column um and then the number above it uh, is how many like points are in that row, and if you f- if you flip over a Voltorb, you lose. So the goal is to try to uh, you know find the cards that are worth two or three points, um, and you got to do some brain math. You know how it is. Uh, kind of do some some addition and some process of elimination in order to get all the points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a game about number go up. Yeah, it's a game. It, it it is truly the intellectuals gambling game. It really is. Oh, I cleared a God. level. Hell yeah! Yay! You're a gamer now. Congratulations. I'm, I did it by, I kind of did it by accident, but <laughs> you'll, you'll get the hang of it once you get it. It's one of those games where it's like I play like I, I really am bummed that presumably regulations are what prevent Pokemon from having like actually good gambling games yeah, past exactly. Gen four. Mm-hmm. But like Voltorb Flip in in Goldenrod City and um. The Clefairy slots in Diamond Pearl Platinum. I spent so much damn time doing those back oh, yeah. in the day. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh, you love to see it. Mm-hmm. I played a lot of slots to get that Porygon. Oh, yeah. oh you know, love a Porygon. Fuck yes. Um, Sarah, you said you weren't gaming. You've abstained. Well, I'm gaming now. Okay, <laughs> so, so, so this is I'll your play game more of the week then. Flip later. Yeah. I can't be doing this while I'm recording. Simply. You're simply. We are simply. Right, um, I'm closing, just gonna close this tab. Uh, what? Are we podcasting? We're still podcasting, right? Hi, I'm Sarah. Um, Talking about games. Talking about games. games. Has everyone talked about a game? 
No, I, I don't know how I long I was playing Voltorb Flip. Oh my god! See, it's already got his hooks in you. It's already got his, <laughs> his round little claws in you. How long oh, yeah. has it been? <laughs> All right, our guy. What's you been up to? Uh, well, I I finished playing Half Life Two, so I moved to Half Life One. By which I mean not actual Half Life One because it sucks. I mm-hmm. went to Black Mesa, the the, the fan yes. remake. Uh, and it's really good. I don't have a lot to say about it. It's it's more Half Life, baby. You you, you did us, Gordon. It. I am Gordon. You, you are Gordon. I'm Gordon. I'm when um, when I'm Gordon. When I'm I've also been re- replaying uh, Super Hot. Super. Super. Hot. Super Hot One. Still really good. It's it's the shooter where time moves when you move. You know you love it. Uh, but it's also they it. they released that fucking sequel not that long ago. Uh, that was oh, free yeah. to anybody who owns the first one, and it's also pretty good. It's like a different, it's differently structured, so instead of going through like a series of scenarios, you are just, it's kind of like a bunch of endless maps that you play in mm-hmm. a row. Um, so like you'll be forced to do a gauntlet of these endless maps where you just have to defeat a certain amount of enemies and then you move on to the next one. And then you'll get, like, a perk in between some of them, and the perks can uh, be pretty fun things, like, uh, you'll, you can start, you'll start all the rest of the levels in that gauntlet with a katana, or whenever you get hit, a bunch of shurikens will explode out of you, or, uh, other such things. And then you also have, like, different core abilities that you can unlock. So, like, in the first game, you got the hot swap ability that let you, like, switch into the bodies of enemies. Now you can get other things, like, you can get a charge that like teleports you to an enemy and punches them in the face automatically or one that lets you recall your katana to your hand and will also start you with a katana automatically um one thing i really love about it is that they just made the katana like a million times more potent than it was in the first one which i love katana only mode in the first one so this is like ideal for me uh just a all-around pretty fun game like uh i i think the the sequel uh, moves it in a fun new direction while yeah it, it keeps it fresh with all these like additional perks and core abilities that you can use to kind of have different play styles uh, it's good I would recommend it hell yeah um, I don't know well, if you I... still I don't know if you still get the sequel for free like if you buy the original now uh, I, I, I think it might like you might have had to have owned it before they released the sequel but well you just have to buy one. Just I don't know. Just pick one. They're both really good. Hmm. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Um, I have been playing for other podcasts for Slappers Only. I decided to surprise Jordan, and this will come out after that episode is aired, so I can say this. <laughs> um, I decided to surprise Jordan by playing Pyre because, like, at that point, I hadn't played it. Um, it is one of Super Giants games who've made Hades and Bastion and Transistor. Um, Ooh. Yeah, so I played through all of that game over the last week. It's pretty short. It's like like a couple hours, really. It's like a, it is it's a, like it's like FIFA, right? So it is a it's like half a visual novel, half a sports ball game, where you're like an exile in this place called the um, I don't remember where the what the name of the actual place you're in, but like you're a Commonwealth exile, which is like the country who like exiled you, and you get found by this uh band of like r- people who like do these rituals where. It's like the three-on-three handball game almost where you grab this like spirit orb and you got to dunk it into your opponent's pyre. It's where the name of the game comes from. And like every character has different movement and abilities during the games. And like you win by, you know, 
dunking into the pyre and like you know a, the a bigger stronger character will deal more points to the pyre so it's like you got to um you know prioritize who to use and when it's a really like you know the combat obviously isn't as cool and well fleshed out as Hades is but it's still fun but literally everything else is a better game than Hades is like the characters are so cool the music is amazing the world is really really fascinating cuz like the the main thing about the game is that you do all these rituals you know dunking it into the pyre and you basically are doing it to set your party free so they can get out of exile and be welcomed back in the commonwealth but like you can only release the strong like one of the three strongest characters you have so it's like oh damn you got to let someone go and they're going to be one of your best players so you have mm-hmm. to make sure you like you know give time to everyone and like you get to know everyone during your journey and like be friends with them and like oh my god the game hits so hard near the end like it really knows how to like tug at your heartstrings because you you know spent the entire game helping out your friends and like saying goodbye to them all and it's like oh really good game tune into slappers only in a week or so to hear more about it oh, yeah. it's good stuff oh boy mama me I've, ne- I've never mama played Fire. i really should i haven't should. played any, i haven't played any super giant games oh um, god just play hades that'll keep you busy for long enough <laughs> no no okay um <laughs> back to episode yeah, well, but before actually, I do have I do have oh, a game for, I want to talk about. We always get to do this shit, don't we? Um, I did just clear one level of uh, Voltorb Flip, so <laughs> congrats. congrats to me. And also, yeah. shout out to our ten dollars patrons who are at this time, January twenty twenty one: Hashiko, Morg, Comma Haunting, the Jazz Dumpster, Nero, Wyvern, and Service the Droid. Thank you very much for giving us yeah. a load of money. We will be making you some products and sending them out at the end of next month. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Episode 15. Episode 15. What's it called? It's sports. D- sports. It's called sports. It's yeah. called the Pins of Tennis. Sports. Pins of ten- <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Dual Tennis of Youth in the sub. It's called Courting Alexis in the dub. Like a tennis court? Yeah, do you get it? Hey. Yeah, it's a pretty good tennis Okay, actually, there were a lot of pretty fun tennis puns in these episodes. This whole episode is like one long tennis pun. I really dig it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a fun yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, this one starts out, they're playing tennis in gym class, and Judai's complaining because he's uh, supposed do- to duel. Dr. Fonda Fontaine, of course, the gym teacher, uh, what says- What the fuck kind of name is that? <laughs> it's Fonda Fontaine. She's That's the- a bad guy from Bioshock. <laughs> no. Well, I think you said that last time we mentioned Fonda Fontaine. But no, she's, I the, she's the I've gym never said teacher. that before. She okay. is the gym teacher. Uh uh and she says, Get your game on. Tennis game, that is. We just did that. Yeah. Yeah, and Judai is there playing tennis. He's like, Why the fuck are we playing tennis? What the fuck does this have to do with dueling? Oh my god. Um he's like, I don't know. He accidentally slams a tennis ball towards Asuka. He's like, Asuka, no! But then a guy jumps in front of her, bats the tennis ball away, and it goes directly yet again. A ball slams into Kronos <laughs> de Medici's face. Just straight up brains the dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> mm. in, in the dub, he, he is interrupted saying, that's Dr. Crowler to you. Of like, course. <laughs> he's in the middle of like correcting someone on his title. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll love to see it. Um, and this mulleted pince of tennis like immediately falls in love with Asuka right away. Yeah. yeah. Just, ugh, ugh, whatever. Like, he, he just turns around, gets hard. Like, I went from, oh, hell yeah, this guy hit Cronus de Medici in the face with a tennis ball to be... To no, kill him. Yeah, yeah no, nah, kill him. This is Tristan's son. 
He's got <laughs> the worst mullet I have ever seen. It's just the worst kind of mullet. It's like, uh, like, like you know, I love a good mullet. This is not a good mullet. Yeah, this yeah, is, it's not very good. This is not a mullet that you have any kind of respect for. No, no. This is it's like this is, this is it's 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 a rat tail but unbraided. It's Ugh. it's a wide rat tail. <laughs> it's like a rat tail king rat tail. Yeah, it's, it's a rat king tail. It's, it's like it's a beaver tail. <laughs> oh god! Like you can't tell it because you know it's anime. It's all flat colors, but you can tell this guy has the greasiest hair imaginable. <laughs> this guy sucks. It's because he it's because he just loves doing exercise, and he's like, I gotta keep the sweat in there. Actually, oh yeah, his, his hair is full of that tennis sweat. You love. Yeah, it. I don't need to wash it. My sweat, my sweat keeps it clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next scene is like. It's in the nurse's office because we see Kronos getting treated by the nurse there, and like Judai's trying to apologize to him. And, and he, then just, does, this line is deranged. <laughs> oh my god! He says, "This is what the teacher Kronos uh, says to Judai: If being sorry could fix things, we would not need police." Bro, what? This, <laughs> bro, we're gonna call the cops on you, you little fucking hooligan. Dog, what are room. you saying? God. He's, he's tried. He's tried getting another child to duel him. He's tried calling a hitman on him. Now he's just gonna call the cops. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get this kid arrested one day. Yeah, but I guess instead of calling the cops, he does the next worst thing, which is making him join the tennis club for yeah. a day. Well, you missed his fun pun, Sarah. Oh, what was his pun? So, so the nurse is like, "Well, Judai didn't really do it on purpose. You know, you should forgive him." And then he's like, "No, no, no." Then it would be akin to a yardstick broken down the middle. Posture dramatic effect. A half measure. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like this is the least funny thing I've ever heard, but I appreciate that the show like still tried to translate it for me. We love it. We love it. Yeah. Can sorry, I hate to do this. I gotta pee real bad. Yeah, hit it. I'm gonna be right back. Sweat. I'll be back. All, yeah, all the sweats all and pins of Tennis's hair. Well, I guess I'll play more Voltorb Flip. I was gonna say! <laughs> yeah, it's time for Voltorb Flip. Let's go! Okay, she's back. Hey! hey. Oh, I'm just gonna close. We've just been playing Voltorb Flip. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah! Voltorb Flip. Um, you gotta actually. You gotta. You gotta. Ma- Max has linked us the music to make a more authentic experience. Oh fuck yes. Okay. Yeah, the the goldenrod game quarter music. You gotta yes. have that. It plays in my head, but we need to let people know. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> okay, I need, we... let me exit the Voltorb zone. Yeah, you gotta remove yourself from from the flip, Eric. The... Um. Yeah. Right. Right. I'll do a cool Everybody's flip. Everybody's talking about Voltorb flip. Can we get an electrode flip? Come on. Hmm. Uh, just look at it upside down. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll just flip my they're, they're laptop upside down. Yeah, it's called flip for a reason. Kind of the same. It doesn't have the DreamWorks face, but... Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Hang on, let me just center myself I like electrode. Again. Yeah. It's like a big beach ball. Very the scene after the sanatorium scene is in the girls' lockers. The girls are talking about, mm, well, let's go. What about that guy from earlier? He was flirting with you. We learn he's, he's pretty hot. Third year. <sighs> we learn he's the prince of tennis. He is the prince mm-hmm. of tennis. Yes. is like, okay, whatever. Um, I uh, think they're in, in the, the dub. Show. What's his name in the sub? 
I have Mitsuru no idea. Mitsuru Ayanokoji. They call oh, him. Okay. Oh, oh, they call him something fun. Um, they call him uh, uh, President Prince- Peppy. Yes. President Peppy. And I it's know this so because good. my nickname was Aww. almost going to be President Poopy, but then I decided against that. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, well, he great. is Roy, so jot so, that down. Yeah, there you go. In the in the dub, he's called Harrington Rosewood. Oh, eat my uh, ass! Wow. As in as in Rosewood Sporting Goods. Oh, fuck off! Okay, the weird thing is for us, he's the son of the president of Ayanokoji Motors, so he's just not, his hobby's nothing to do with that. He's like the son of Bob Toyota. <laughs> I, I'm the son of uh, Robert Dix of Dix Sporting Goods. <laughs> oh, Mr. Dix is my father. Please call me Robert. <laughs> please um, call me tennis ball yeah this guy is he's president peppy to me or simply yeah. tennis man or tennis yeah. boy yeah um and he's as good at dueling as he is at tennis he's as good as show's older brother rio is which is the only interesting thing about him wow pretty much wow. and speaking of show here comes show who show okay so show enters this okay cyrus enters the scene jogging and like he's looking for judai but he keeps jogging and there's never any like explanation as to why he won't stop running around. And I know I never got any theories on this. Kind what? Of this. Why he's freaking out so much? Okay. Well, I mean, he is just show. I guess it does make sense. Yeah, he does. He has anxiety, Sarah. Okay. Yeah, he's sorry. just manic for once. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. He's simply. He's simply. Manic. He's having a normal one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone. Everyone goes to watch Judai be bullied by the tennis boy. Um, Catboy Sensei comes in to speak to Asuka, and then we cut to Tennis Club. Ayanokoji is yelling just, like, nothing but melodramatic platitudes at Judai. Yeah, okay, so he, they're doing, like, speed drills or whatever, and, mm-hmm. uh, after Jaden gets tired and falls down, uh, fucking Har- Harrington <coughs> comes up to him and says these four lines right in a row, like, without stopping no pain no gain you gotta hustle to build that muscle you need to sweat to become a threat if you don't pick up the pace you won't win the race they just put them all together they just I said all, them into I, i'm saying all of these we're always saying all of these every morning i wake up um i say these in the mirror <laughs> they're written all over my mirror i can barely see myself anymore i, I say jinzo's name three times <laughs> I, I windmill palm slam a tape into the slot it's Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, ep- Season 1, Episode 15. <laughs> yeah, Harrington Rosewood, my idol. God, I do all um, the moves alongside Harrington Rosewood, and I do them hard. <laughs> this, this fucking boy's energy is so, like, energetic. And, like, the thing mm-hmm. about Judai is, Judai is an energetic shonen protagonist, but not like this. Yeah, yeah. he's not obnoxious like this fool not is. Not like this. No. Um, we, all, we all know a pinch of tennis. Um, and Asuka shows up, and she like you know she she wants to talk to Judai, and like, like I mm. like she shows up to further the plot of this anime. Pretty much, yeah. I'd rather her be that than like you know the trophy which she turns into in this episode. So like you know, it's not most great. of the time when I see her, it's like oh Asuka's gonna do something cool. Yeah, not be objectified. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, too too bad because Harrington yeah. calls calls her his obelisk pixie. Don't like that. <gasps> Don't, oh, yeah, he, um, God, it's good Obelisk in the sub. dream girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just writing that time. Yeah, he, um, no, the episode title's gotta be 
Ouija-O. Come on. Oh, no, 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 no. But I'm writing it down because I just like to think about it and see. Okay, okay, all right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he uh, he calls her Obelisk Blues Fairy. And then, like, at this this prompts show to imagine Obelisk the Tormentor as little fairies floating around a flower. And I mm-hmm. love to see it. I reround <laughs> ten times just to see that scene alone. Yeah. Just, just uh, delightful. Beautiful mind palace. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, he's, like, interrupting... Like Jaden talking to Alexis, like, "Hey, we're we're still playing tennis over here, dum dum." Uh, Jaden's like, "Come on, dude, I'm having a conversation here." And Harrington says, "Don't make me go a- go athletic on you." I hate when I'm. <laughs> That's going a weird ass thing to say. It's, uh, oh, I hope no one ever goes uh, athletic on me. I don't want to know what that is. I'll make you run a lap. <laughs> <laughs> when a huddle is over, you make your play. You don't run away. <laughs> Okay. God. <laughs> also, like side note, Asuka came in to tell Judai that Capoy Sensei told her that someone has seen Manjo Majun, who I yeah. guess disappeared a few episodes ago and presumably will be having an arc over this season. He's um, on the run. I must have missed he's... something in the two episodes I didn't watch. He's I like know. he's he's been he's been disgraced and is like supposed to be expelled I think and he's like running oh. because he was trying to dominate the world with his brothers. It's it was a lot for like yeah. one episode of content. I need to actually wa- I meant to actually go back and watch those. There you go. You know, we all have our shortcomings. Um, um Yeah, Tannis the- Boy just gets mad basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um and like yeah, he has like the a, a fire like JoJo stand aura around him. Yeah, yeah, Magician's yeah. Red is activated. <laughs> yeah, he activates yeah. Magician's Red and challenges Judai for being Asuka's fiance. Yeah, and she just kind of is like whatever, dog. Like, oh, no, like, I'm not doing this. Don't care for it. She only sticks around because she wants to see if he's really good at dueling, like everyone says he is. Yeah. yeah. Like, she just does kind of just kind of pull out the popcorn and is like, okay, this ought to be good. Like, yeah, sure, I'll be your fiancé. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're doing this, right? (laughs) I am 16 years old. Yeah. (laughs) I am in high school. (laughs) Bro, bro, I'm a teen. Does uh, Harrington have all the tooth twinkles in the sub? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just a cool guy. He brushes his teeth like three times a day. He's normal. Um, He also fucking brushes his hair in the middle of this duel. He does... (laughs) God. Which is the only note I have about this jewel. He has to keep that mullet flowing. Uh, Gotta keep it shiny. This is, mm. this is kind of a what cool I do, duel. Um, th- okay, the duel itself is actually pretty sick. Mm-hmm. It's tennis. It's tennis. My man it's has tennis. an entire tennis-themed games deck. He's got he's got Nathan Explosion fucking uh, <laughs> uh, Sloth <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood uh, as his, like, ace man. Yeah. <laughs> I think called like Big Hitter or something like that. Big Server. Big Server. Yeah. Big Big Server could be a name of the year name. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's like. Yeah. You could just make a tennis deck in Yu Gi Oh! the game. You could just. The thing is, there are. He has played every single tennis card that has ever been made and ever will be made for the Yu Gi Oh! card game. He just got really lucky and they all came at the top of his deck. Yeah. Because, like, the, the way he does it is like. He's able to, like, directly attack Judai, and the way he does it is in increments of, like, tennis score. So first he does 1,500 damage to him, and he's like, 15 love. God. Yeah. And, and then he love. does another 1,500, and it's 30 love. And, yeah. And uh, his, so Jaden's yeah, down to 1,000 life points after just, like, his first turn. 
I also want to point out that whenever Harrington, like, draws a card and goes to play it, he does, like, a motion like he's serving in tennis. Mm-hmm. It's goofy. It's very cool. It's one of the more fun gimmick duels, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Avion uses, like, a long-range, like, fireball attack that it's never used before and probably never will again, presumably, <laughs> be- so it doesn't go over the net. Like, right. If it was Yeah, this isn't Mario attack. Tennis. <laughs> we have rules here. We can't make big grow big be in a big mushroom. Chain Chomp's not here. Yeah. We have to respect the game. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it ends up being, you know, he's gonna deal a thousand damage to Judai with a thing called Smash Ace. Um mm-hmm. and like Judai nullifies it with a trap, and then he like starts laughing like an absolute maniac. He's like, I finally have a rival. And I Judai's just like he he loves it. He, he's just laughing too. Laughing he's having a good as, time as well. And like, there's just a good sort of seemingly five minutes of this duel that they're laughing maniacally, and everyone's looking uh, on like, "What the fuck are they doing?" They're yeah, kind of buddies. Well, yeah, well, in the, in the dub, Jaden says, "Oh, like Harrington starts laughing, and then Jaden starts laughing, and he says, like, oh, you know, they say he who laughs last laughs loudest.' So they're trying to like out laugh each other. <laughs> oh my god." Just oh, like we do on this podcast. Bro, we are teens. That's just what all this is. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, they're teens. And the final like bit of this duel, which I really think is cool, and yeah. it is the most contrived piece of bullshit, but like I love it. I'll eat it up because basically it turns it into the final thing of tennis where like you have to score one once you have Deuce. scored 40 points on your opponent, you have to score twice in a row to get the card is literally just called Deuce. Um yeah. And like yeah, if if like they can they can only make one attack per turn, and whoever deals damage twice in a row is the winner of the duel. It's just tennis. It's, just it's tennis literally cool. just tennis. I like it. It's sports. it's fun and funky. If I'd known the rules of tennis, I would. I got. Uh, but also, I you, was, wasn't paying attention because I've you do know the rules the of tennis because you watch the episode. Probably <laughs> does explain to you the rules of tennis. We need we need one of our Pigot Discord jocks in here mm-hmm. to yeah. help us out. I've played enough Wii Tennis. I think I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta waggle it real good, and then you win. That's true. You gotta get get right up on the net, start swinging like a maniac, and then you score a billion points. Yeah. And you beat Matt, the, the me. <laughs> um, great. Great. Yeah, whatever. Like, he, I, I, he wins. Judai wins eventually by doing, like, a card that lets him attack three times in a turn, even though he's only allowed to do it once. And also, Harrington I love... equips big server with giant racket. Yeah. He's literally just, just like, attaches to his back. His yeah, it's silly, I, and I love I love in these duels, these fun, friendly duels, to hear people scream in agony as they get hit with a fireball and electricity, and they feel it presumably in real life. Yeah, it just yeah. always takes me out of it. So good. Yeah, yeah, it's Yu Gi Oh. And then when when Judo wins, the tennis guy is kind of silent for a bit, and then he starts just crying anime tears oh and God. runs away off of the court. At the yeah. He is Everyone despondent. Is so he's having a he's he's feeling regular, and then yeah. he's, uh. Oh, uh, oh, I was gonna say, and then uh, uh, the the like girls who are off to the side watching are like, "Yay, he won!" And uh, little man whose name I don't remember uh, says, uh, "Who are we? Who are you rooting for again?" And they're like, yeah. uh, <laughs> "Oh yeah, they at the beginning of the duel, they're like, oh, c- two cute boys dueling for Alexis's hand in marriage.'" <laughs> oh, also, yeah, one of the girls like- wanted, wants to tickle Harrington. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. you didn't need to. She say mentions that. it while they're they're doing the laughing contest. Ah, that, that's like four kids. 
Um, and yeah, it's at this point that like everyone sort of realizes the stakes of the duel, and Jedi is identically Asuka's fiance, and so he like walks up to her and he's like, "Hey, Asuka, what's a fiance?" Yeah, that's in the dub. Goku tear move. Yeah, yeah. She just says it means friend, at least for now. Oh, she actually like gives him response in the dub. Yeah, I don't think she says anything. Like the episode just ends. She says she says Baka in the sub. Oh yeah, she calls him funny Sundari. She does. She does Jim off his face to the camera. There is a really good line. I think somebody says like no pain, no gain or something, and then Cyrus or someone says, "Speaking of gain, has Jaden gained a wife?" Yep, yeah. <laughs> God, that one hurt. <laughs> and the final shot of the episode is we cut to pin- the Prince of Tennis. He is wailing on the cliffs <laughs> right now that he hates dueling. Like, this is an impassioned performance of the voice actor right now. I, I just, I like to think that this happens, like, on a weekly basis in Dear Like Adivia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chumley did it a couple weeks ago at his dad. Oh, yeah. It's the designated breakdown cliff. <laughs> You just yell at the ocean, you know? Yeah, just yell into the sea and maybe your wish will come true of getting a fiancé. <laughs> maybe he's also yelling at Chumbly's dad. <laughs> he's still rowing. He's, like, caught in the current there and he can't leave. God. I mean, what does a boarding school need if not just, like, a designated yelling space? Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I mean, high, high school do be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, that's the end of the episode. We have some questions. I've got Twitter here. Okay, yeah, you you you'll through Twitter, I'll go through Discord. We have one question on Twitter, which is from Jasmine Marsh at Piedmon on Twitter. He asks, Whomst at the Academy has thrown a Wiimote through the campus TV while trying to do Wii Sports Resort? Dumbly. <laughs> I think I think it's Judah. I think Judah breaks a Wiimote on a weekly basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Have the- any of y'all here broken a Wiimote? Or broken no. something with a Wiimote? I mean, I've definitely thrown one across the room, but I can't because all the damages. Because I've straight up broken a lamp with one. I I was <laughs> oh, bowling like a, a little like too a hard. Ceiling lamp, like a wall. <laughs> oh, lamp? No, 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 like a like a table lamp. Okay, okay. Oh wait, no, I, I didn't. I didn't actually do that. My dad did that. We were playing like I think Madden or something on the Wii, and he oh, a real gamer's game. Yeah, to do, to do like a punt, I think you had to like swing the Wiimote and the nunchuck up at the same time, and he did it oh, a little God. too hard, and he busted one of the light bulbs in my ceiling fan. <laughs> Astounding. Okay, my my actual answer here is uh, Chronos de Medici. Okay, <laughs> you know he never take he ne- he doesn't put the wrist strap on. He doesn't Absolutely. listen to the Nintendo health and safety measures in the beginning whenever you boot it up. Please, I'm a doctor. I think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> God. That's all, the, the, that's all the Twitter questions. There's a reason you gotta put the wrist strap on. <laughs> that's why I don't let people even touch my Joy-Cons. I have a PhD in dueling. I don't need a Crash. wrist strap. <laughs> Words taken before disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what are the Discord questions? I'm glad you asked. From Kronos Davinki, Mira Wyvern number and Edelgard Stan on Discord. What athlete do you most want to duel, and could you beat them? Michael Phelps. <laughs> I want to get all those gold medals. Uh, oh, you want yes. a wager? Yeah, and I, I could beat him in a duel. I'm just gonna say it. 
Uh, I think that little, the diving twink <laughs> that everyone was obsessed <laughs> with in like 2012. Tom, Who the fuck are you talking Tom, about? Who's, is Tom Brady a name? Tom Brady's a football. Yeah, he's a footballman. He's the fucking. Yeah. He's not like a, a twink. There was a guy on the British diving team in like 2014 that everyone on Tumblr was obsessed with. I want to beat the shit out of that guy within a deal. I'm searching British diving boy Tom Daly. Tom Daly, that guy. Yeah, you want to get his ass? I won. I got mine. I want to duel Ryan Lochte, so only so we can settle who goes first in the duel by doing rock paper sickers. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who that Y'all remember is, that? No, I'm just nodding. No. I don't okay, know Ryan means. Ryan Lochte was a he's an American swimmer. Um I think he got in trouble like a lot of times. L- but, a lot of like, swimmer hate on this uh on this podcast. <laughs> it's a type. We gotta dunk on him. Di- what is diving but swimming down? Um <laughs> Yeah, they're dunking on themselves <laughs> by doing diving. But but for some reason Ryan Lochte tweeted like you know, apropos of nothing, rock, paper, sickors, S-I-C-C-O-R-S, and it's never oh, left my mind since. And that's all he ever said. <laughs> rock, paper, does, sickors. Does Tony Hawk count as an athlete? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Sarah, he's a skateboardman. I thought that would be fun. He does the 900. I don't think I could beat Tony Hawk in a duel. I think Tony Hawk should duel an impersonator claiming to be Tony Hawk, and everyone believes the impersonator is the real Tony Hawk. Oh, uh, yeah, a, a Charlie Chaplin situation. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Roy? Who are you going to duel? Uh, well, this is hard because um, I've only just today put my deck together. Your um, Banui deck? Yeah, my Banui deck. My half Banui, half Creepypasta deck. And <laughs> uh, it's also hard because I don't know any sportsmen. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm one of the remaining few uh, fucking nerds who hasn't, I haven't, I haven't transitioned into jock mode. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. You get there. I don't know any sport people. The only the only sport person uh, that I can th- I think he, no I don't even know if he was sports. Never mind. Um. Oh fuck! I just had one and it went away. Like two ships passing in the night. You got any hints for us? It was a funny name. Chad Ochocinco. I know it was a funny name. Huh? Chad Ochocinco. <laughs> that was his name, wasn't it? That was his name. Well, if it comes to you, Roy, interrupt us all and blurt it out, because it's important. We need to know. Yeah, yeah. just go up to the top of the cliff, yell it into the sea. And yeah. also, <laughs> I know it, was, I, on, I it think... was on an official name of the year bracket. Oh. One of the ones oh. that I didn't make. Ah. It was like a Key and Peel ass name. Yeah, it was a Key and Peel ass name. Actually, can I say any of the Key and Peel uh, funny <laughs> joke men? Because yeah. they're sports. Yeah, sure. Facts. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to do a Quandarius Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> Quandarius Funderburk was one of mine. Easy, easy mistake to make, but <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, art imitates a Roy life. A Ridge. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, yeah, I'll are... go, I'll go head to head with uh, Hingle McCringleberry. Why not? <laughs> you know, I, I... if you can do a dolphin noises, you're gonna get a water deck. <laughs> you know what to expect. Yeah, you can plan around that. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. just saying, if, if me and Michael Phelps we meet up in a sport where his his lack of lactic acid does doesn't give him an advantage, I think we're basically on an even playing field. Despite him, mm-hmm. you know, being in like peak human performance and me just being like some schlubby guy, uh, yeah. I I I think I could take him in a duel. Well, I'll I'll be sure to contact his agent so we can arrange it. Yeah, yeah, um, no, don't worry. We'll I'm get him on, on the pod. Yeah. Uh, question from Hornmeister in the Discord. 
I was always intrigued by the old card Mega Thunderball making a very minor appearance in GX. They could have picked any sports or ball-related monster card. I'm not sure there really are any, but went with an old-school early Yu-Gi-Oh card instead. Are there any other early monster cards who have nothing but flavor text to their name that you would like to see making a similar appearance in the future? Hang on, Max, what do you mean you don't know a ball-related monster card? Um... Or Ra Orb. But or, no, th- th- that's not a normal ass monster card though. That's like a really important thing. This is just like a, a like a card you see once and then you forget about it. Okay, like, but I, I was just trying to p- prove that there is ball in you. There is ball. Um, it's a baller game. I mean, yeah, we've had ball before. I feel like honestly, Thousand Eyes Idol. We see it in this episode. We, he never plays it. I want to see that guy. I want to. I want to hear his funny little like Guido Mistas voice. <laughs> Yeah, but does that have like an effect? It has to be a normal monster. That's that's a, that's a normal monster. Okay, cool. <laughs> Mister Yuki, you have to play me in defense mode. <laughs> Listen, I'm just really sad. God, this card sucks. Um, <laughs> I love him. I'm, well, I mean, he looks cool. I'm sad for the day we stop seeing Pot of Green because it's banned. What? What has it been banned by now? I don't. I have no. Like, I don't know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know when Pot of Green gets banned. I thought it was Probably just really known on, as like the first card to be banned in Yu-Gi-Oh! And, mm-hmm. you know, it's still here in GX, but presumably one day it won't be because it's banned. No, I think that they don't care about that in the show because cool. it's always yeah. like the coolest, most batshit cards that get banned, so they can't not put them in the show. You gotta you gotta yeah. sell product somehow. Gotta sell product. Okay, you, you gotta pretend to the kids that if they get a booster pack and the booster mm-hmm. pack has part of green in it, then they can play it. But actually, we're lying to the kids by including these cards in this TV show. Very, very sad. Capitalism. Yeah, and it makes the protagonist cooler when they beat those really strong, insane cards. You see, that you can't actually use in the game because they're too strong. Like Pot of Greed. Yes. I think we should let Roy design a Banui card. (gasps) I think we should let Roy do that. Yeah, I agree. It's like like Exodia, but you just need to play it and you win the game. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. You you can play it in um, any mode. It's any kind of card you want it to be. When when you <laughs> hold it up and you say to your opponent, guess what type of card this is? It's either a, a spell, trap, or monster card. Whatever you guess, you win. Because it's all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Whatever you want it to be, baby. Yeah. yeah. You, you hold it up and say, have you seen this Banui? And they say yeah. no. And you hold it up and you say, well, now you have. And you exactly. win. Exactly. All the effect says is Roy's choice. Yeah. <laughs> Roy's choice. R O I C E. Yeah. Argyle, you want to take these last two questions? Sure. From That's Amore of Greed. Uh, if you could be a sport themed duelist, what sport would you go for? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I am just. League of Legends. I, oh, oh, yeah. Ooh. Minecraft. <laughs> I don't, is there competitive Minecraft? I don't know, probably. There, there will now. be Olympics uh, Minecraft in the next five years. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm changing my answer to Counter-Strike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can play a solid snake card for that. Okay, okay, okay. No, but I am just kind of imagining all of the Haikyuu boys trying to play Yu-Gi-Oh! And they're really bad at it. <laughs> it's very good to me. That would be cute. Yes. I've never watched Haikyuu, but it would probably be cute. I want I want to be a NASCAR themed duelist, but all my cards are actual the drivers, not the cars or anything. Like I want to play a dealer and heart senior card. <laughs> I wanna know what kind of stats that fool had. <laughs> Roy, what's your sport? 
My, uh, it's, uh, 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 Super Famicom Fighting Baseball. <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I play Bobson Dugna in defense mode. <laughs> I sacrifice Bobson Dugna to summon Mario Mackerel Wayne. Um, which... By, by f- the power uh, of my, the, my the, with the power of my trap card, Todd Gonzalez. <laughs> uh, I actually wanted to make another joke along those lines that you, you sacrificed Dale Earnhardt Senior to summon Dale Earnhardt Junior. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> by by flipping sleeve McDyckel, I'm allowed to destroy one of your opponent Pokemon. <laughs> Why did I say Pokemon? Fuck. You got Pokemon on the brain. You know. Oh god. I've been, uh, it's oh, to honor god. Roy. Yeah. <laughs> In honor of the commissioner. That's how it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I think my sports. final answer is that if I would be a sport themed dealist, my sport would be Haikyuu, but not the sport the anime. Yeah, you, you would play all the Haikyuu <laughs> mm-hmm. boys. Yeah, yeah, I would play Kagayama in attack mode. Etc. Oh, yeah. Etc. <laughs> of course. Uh last question from Flutterdark. How would an alternate universe... Official question asker of the show, Flutter Dark? Yes. Mm-hmm. How would an alternate universe sound where Jaden dueled Bones? Misspelled. It's it's actually spelled B-O-N-Z, not B-O-N-E-S. Bones! Uh, Bones! Bones! Uh, he kind of died in Battle City. I you say kind of died. He was murdered. He did die. Yeah, he did get sent to the Hell Zone. He did died. Okay, is everyone ready? <laughs> what would we do at the same time? So I think it would sound a little bit like this. I thought you guys were going to make the bones noise. I'm sorry. No, put, cr- oh. put put cricket noises in when you edit it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I think. I mean, to to actually go and get a little nutty with it and answer the question, I think I prefer <laughs> it being Jinzo because I mean, a it's Jinzo. You gotta. You gotta. But also, like, I like the idea that he duels a real ass ghost instead of like a guy. Well, actually. Bones would have been a ghost. So I think it really boils down to Jinzo's cooler than Bones, that's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, in the alternate universe where, you know, Bones is just, I don't know, at Duel Academy or something, maybe he's teaching, like, Duel Necromancy because he would be older and I and, and stuff. I, I mean, Jin would just kind of beat the shit out of him. Duel, like, a duel- yeah. duelist because he's yeah. a shit duelist. Um, yeah. Yeah. God, his By the way, Roy, this is Bones. Like, page on the the wiki does just oh. end at, at okay. him getting banished to hell in Battle City, and it he just got says, killed. We don't. It's never seen if he comes back from hell. Uh, although he, there is a a character that you never see in Five Ds that has a similar name. He died, but he's fine. He died, but he's fine. No, it's like it's like in Dragon Ball GT when Goku goes to hell to fight. Yeah, he goes to hell to fight Cell and Frieza. Like you know, Judai's going to go to hell and he's going to fight Bones. It'll be great. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, fuck. Hell. Yeah. Hell. All right. Well, now that you're yawning, I think it's time to put this one to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This one we do plugs. Roy, you're the guest, so you get to go first. Yay. Uh, I'm Roy. I'm on Twitter at underscore Banui underscore uh, B-N-U-U-I. I have a podcast, uh, Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, where me and my fiancé Fallon talk about Modazushi Chinese media property. What's a fiancé? <laughs> what's a fiancé? Yeah, what's a fiancé? My, me, my, me and my friend for now. Um, and uh, I also have another podcast where uh, we read Creepypasta. It's called Ni- uh, Nana Roy's Nightmare and Era. It's good. 
That's good, Mamma Mia. Yeah. Oh, I also have, if you want to look at, like, my art and shit like that, I have a little website at royhub.card.co. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be opening up commissions soon because my fingy is feeling better. So. Hell yeah. Hey, hey. Semper Finger. Semper Fingy. I, oh, I just typed, I typed in Roy to my search bar and I have already been to royhub.card.co. Hey. Official hub of the Roy. You love Official hub of the Roy. <laughs> Well, I've been Max. You can find me, Twitter, Instagram, at MaxiBajillion. Got a couple other shows. One is Wow Cool Robot, show about Gundam. Currently doing Double Zeta with my friend Jake. That's on Twitter, Wow Cool Podcast. And another one called Slappers Only, video game music showdown podcast. I do with that one, my friend Jordan. Check out our episode on Paper Mario Thousand Year Door that released a couple days ago when this episode goes up. That's SlappersOnlyPod.com or Twitter.com slash SlappersOnlyPod. Yeah. Uh, I... Am Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also listen to my Yakuza podcast. It is called Kamurocho Radio. I host it with my friend and Max's Jordan. Nobody else's friend. Uh, <laughs> Only ours. We we just put out an episode. He's my enemy. With special guest Sarah, enemy of the show. Uh, <laughs> is very good, and we're going to be recording chapter eight like tomorrow because we've both been very busy because Jordan is a student teacher now. Oops. Uh, I, I, not oops. Congratulations. <laughs> oops, you got employed. You. Get his ass. <laughs> oops. You're doing uh, something you've been wanting to do for a very long time. Yay. Cringe. That sucks. Yeah. Owned. Couldn't be me. Uh, and that's it. Sarah? Sorry, I just thought I'd blow my nose before saying hi. I'm Sarah. You can find me on the internet everywhere at Sarah Mick Costumes. You can go to Twitter and find my pin tweet where you can find where to go to my website and buy really cool knitted stuff from me. I do some other podcasts, one of which is was is never believe it, uh, which is a n- not it's a, it's a podcast where we watch Naruto filler. It's uh, normal. I've also just recently started, it'll start airing soon, a show called Kvothe Killer Chronicles, where we reread Name of the Wind and Billy Patrick Rothfuss. And all together, we have been Pot of Greed. You can find us on Twitter, on the internet, at Pot of Greedcast. Go to kaiba.online to join our Discord. We also have a Patreon, which you can go to patreon.com forward slash Pot of Greed. You can get a bonus RSS feed where we have special episodes, where we have special uh, Ouija Yu-Gi-Oh! crossover merch that's that's going to be coming out. Um, and you'll get a cool name in the Discord, you'll get products, you'll get cool shoutouts and all that. Speaking of shoutouts, shout out to our $5 patrons who are currently Noah Bennett and Riley Hopkins. I am saluting. I'm T-posing. I'm M-posing so we can trademark the Yu-Gi-Oh! Ouija board. Ah! <laughs> I'm hey! That's your name! <laughs> and Roy's just hanging out. I'm tr- no, I'm, I'm R-posing. I'm doing it. It's kind of, Yo. it looks kind of like a, uh, like the thing where you try to, uh, pat the, pat your head and rub your stomach at the same time, except it's also like, kind of that crossed with dabbing. Do, don't, like, doesn't Team like Rocket a do that? Dab. Huh? Doesn't Team Rocket R-pose? Probably. Oh, here's a good one. I found a really good R-pose. Show me an R-pose. It's, it's, it's James right. doing like half a downward dog while hey. Jesse is like on his back using her hair to curl the R. That's good. That's damn. Good. I'm doing an S-pose. S-pose. Ooh, I didn't know your spine could do that. It shouldn't, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> 
I need to lay myself this down and uh, fix my spine column. Yeah, thanks. Thank you all for tuning in to our first episode of the year. Happy 2020 ha- happy fun. Happy to be back. I'm glad I still remembered how to do this podcast, <laughs> despite, d- despite the negative press. Thank you, Roy, for coming on. Um, You're yeah, welcome. Thank you, Roy. Thank you, what Roy. a delight as always. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, and I remembered the name <gasps> of the football man I was thinking of. It was Jadeveon Clowney. <laughs> Jadeveon Clowney. <laughs> yeah, that's Dr. Jadeveon Clowney to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I set myself face down and I am tackled by Jadeveon Clowney. I have received a concussion. <laughs> I get hit in the head with a tennis ball and I am forcibly set face down. That's a yellow flag. You shouldn't have tackled you after you were already face down. <laughs> <laughs> yellow flag. Ah. Yellow. All right. Bye. Peach. Peach.